Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. You know, it's a sad thing to have to say it, but your actions should actually reflect your faith. We need to live moral lives so that we can reflect God's goodness to others and reflect God's faith and his standards to others also. Jesus stressed this in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 15 and 16. We're in the book of Ephesians today, chapter 5, and we're going to pick it up in verse 8. Paul the Apostle, writing to the church in Ephesus there, says the following, For though once your heart was full of darkness, now it is full of light from the Lord, and your behavior should show it. Because of this light within you, you should not only do what is good and right and true, but to learn as you go along what pleases the Lord. Paul points out that at one time, you and I were actually part of the darkness. Not just that we lived the darkness, but rather we were actually part of that darkness just as those deceivers that are out there are today. He goes on here, however, saying and addressing the true born-again believer, he says, now you are the light. And if that's the fact, then we are simply called to act like it, to live it out. If we are the light, then live like it. Look, we can't claim to be light while we open up our mouths and darkness pours out. The Apostle Paul is calling us to live out our confession, not just talk the talk. And if we're really born again, then the fruit of the Holy Spirit's indwelling is going to pour forth both from our lips as well as our living. The text says that these are goodness and righteousness, and most importantly, the truth. Going on in verse 11, Paul says, Take no part in the worthless pleasures of evil and darkness but instead rebuke and expose them. It would be shameful even to mention here these pleasures of darkness, which the ungodly do. Now, all of this warning in this passage and over the past few times we've been together uh, has a tendency to upset a lot of folks. Because there's a lot of people who instead just kind of want to hold hands with everyone and, you know, sing a verse of we are the world. So for many people, there is just something in them that wants to believe that there are no real bad people, or that we might be in danger by warming up to them. But what does the scripture say? If the scripture is going to have the final word, we need to hear what it says. And it says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Now, the fact often, again, just tends to rile a lot of people. They want instead to hold hands, as we said, with the world. Now, I need you to know, though, that this does not mean that we are to uh, shun them uh, in that classical understanding. Okay? I think we all know what I'm referring to here. It does not mean that we have to just act like they're the plague 
It does not mean we can't kindly say hello when we walk past him in the grocery store. But I am forced to identify a danger, a wolf, or a lie. And I don't do that out of pleasure, but I do it out of obedience first, but I also do it out of the love for the flock. And it's important for you to know that these are not my words. These are the words of the Bible. And what kind of man would I be if I knowingly allowed you to enter into a dangerous situation without warning you? Now, you may respond, yeah, but pastor, you, you name names. Well, yes, sometimes I have been known to do that, just as Paul did, I guess. Because sometimes there really is no other way. But I assure you that just as in 2 Corinthians, public restoration is always available with public repentance. However, all of this again does not mean that we are to treat them badly. It says we're not to have fellowship with them. We're not to hang out with them. We're not to go to their house for dinner, to chat on the phone, or be Facebook buddies. It means that we're not to receive their gossip or entertain their accusations. Again, my door is always open to these uh, individuals if they want to come by and seek clarity as to our position as a church or to inquire on some matter. But please note that this passage does not instruct us to mistreat them. It goes beyond even avoiding them because it says that we are to even expose their darkness. And please note that it says that you are to do so too, not just me. If you love your brothers and sisters, you will warn them when there's a wolf in the room. Now, I fully realize again that a lot of folks are just blatantly going to reject uh, what I'm saying to you today, but be warned that this is only one of such passages. So, to reject this premise is to reject God's word. To reject what I'm saying to you is to reject large sections of scripture. And I, and I desperately wish this obedience was a part of your life. But it is. There are those who are doing the devil's work, whose God is their belly and their glory is their shame. Philippians 3.19. I'll leave you with this today. 2 Peter 2.3 says, By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has not been idle and their destruction does not slumber. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.